Roll Only Stew podcast with your sauce Stew Finer and Alex Finer back, back, back. After doing a compilation in episode 45 and 46 from the earlier podcast that I started probably a decade ago, maybe more, we're back. We're back live, ready to roll into 2024. How you doing, Alex? We're back. Doing good. Doing so good. back. So, so back. How'd you make out in Vegas? Not good. No. Any anything fall good? Any any spot that looked like it was good or it was just no good? We made day two on the the big one and we cashed in another one, but other than that, it was uh it wasn't too good. Well, one of them you had like thirty five hundred participants before the big one started and you came in ninety ninth, right? It was thirty five hundred entries, yeah. Not uh, participants. There there count three entries too. Oh, okay. So somebody can re-enter how many times? Once per day per flight. So I think there's four or five flights. So you could have 10 bullets up to 10 bullets. What Do people do that? Do people just keep entering? Maximum. Yep. Wow. So how much is an, how much is an entry when you're playing? For that one, it was 1,000. For the big one, it's 10,000. So some people were stuck 50 bands for the big one. Wow. Wow, that's a lot of money. It's a lot. Now, did you watch the winner's table? Did you Do you do that? If you're eliminated, do you go back and watch the winner's table? No, nah, I check back in like a week and see one. Maybe I'll check ever so often. So when is the actual winner's table uh, decided before Christmas? There's 47 left. So I think the next two days it's decided. I think they play down to a final table today. And then the other one, they play down to a final table. I don't know if they played that one yet. How many people are at a table? Ten people? Uh, nine on a full table, but they play eight-handed. I think they're playing. They're, yeah, you only play nine-handed first first day. Okay, very good, very good. All right, so uh, basically, uh, let's go to my health first. Um, hope everyone is healthy out there. Uh, as you know, health is wealth. Doesn't matter if you have a ton of money and a ton of possessions and a ton of pussy, if you're not healthy, you're fucked. Because you would rather have health than any of those other three. So health is wealth, and it probably equates into some sort of personal happiness. So I feel amazing. I feel hopeful. I feel positive. I feel blessed. Zero exercise. My thigh is still quad. Thigh is still torn. So I can't do anything really hard. Yes, I could be doing weights. I could be hitting the free weights. I could be hitting the Gravitron. I could be hitting some other machines, but I have not. So basically, over the last three weeks, I got down to 188.8. And then I think I went up to 198, uh, 189.8. Uh, 190. Wait, wait, wait. 198. I was 188.8. And, and then I went to 190. Then I went to 190.8. I gained oh, a pound. 0.8. Gained okay. a pound. And then the week after that, I gained in, I gained uh, a half a pound, and now I'm at one ninety one point two. And as far as a pure weight is concerned, it's not terrible for me right now during Christmas. Not terrible at all. Matter of fact, scale of one to ten is probably a ten. So I have a good weight uh, status in life. Problem is, I've gained weight three straight weeks in a row, and I ate Monday. Um, pretty hard. I had uh, mom made uh, Sandra for all of you rest out there to Alex. It's mom. 
uh, she made her fried chicken cutlets and she made her rice aroni, which is absolutely unequivocally the greatest American meal ever. Like if you were going to say, what's the best American meal? Fried chicken cutlets and rice aroni. And the day prior to that, she cooked for Hanukkah. My father was over, happy Hanukkah. And she made potato latkes with applesauce. That was fucking problematic too, because it was absolutely fabulous. She's also been making hamburgers, which I've had with the bun and with bacon and with cheese. So not exactly in the best place. Couple of days during these three weeks, I binged on this Tate's cookie basket, which I'm going to say right now, Tate's is the best chocolate chip cookie in the world. I don't like my chocolate chip cookies warm. I like them cold or dry and crispy, they make the best cake. They also make this sour cream pecan loaf, scale of one to 10, it's at 11. It's like eating Jessica Alba's pussy, do a lupus pussy, and the sour cream pecan cake. Uh, they also make a chocolate cookie pie that is fucking unbelievable. They make these shortcake, shortbread cookies, fabulous. Everything they make is good. I don't know, Stu's going through it like they, there's, they don't have a bad item. They have a pound cake, they have a chocolate pound cake, but I'm just, I'm just telling you everything in our basket. That was our basket. They do make other products that are fucking amazing. They also made butter crunch cookies, fucking A. Have you ever Let's had go. their oatmeal raisin? I think their oatmeal raisin might be better than their chocolate chip, which o is hard. Oatmeal raisin, yeah, because it's, again, very hard, very crunchy. No, 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 I'm saying it's hard to... No, no, it's a hard cookie. I love it like that. It's amazing, yes. No, 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 I'm saying it's hard to beat their chocolate chip cookie. I'm, oh. a, I'm a soft, ooey, gooey, warm cookie See, guy. I'm direct opposite. I'm just saying the Tate's cookies is still great. And I'm not even... That's not my, that's not my fucking standard. Not your style. Not your fucking style. Okay, so... I got to get it together right now. You're not getting it together. No, You're I'm just going complete, to no, get no, look, it together. Look, nobody cares about what you say because all you do is fucking lie. You're I, just, I no, one, no one believes you. You're not, it's not even week, worth wasting your breath. Next week, I think the weigh-in's Christmas morning. Listen, you might not make it to Christmas, dude. Christmas morning, I will be under 190. You push back your blood. I will be Listen, this is how you know you're a fraudulent activity person because you push back your blood work. No, my blood work was on you Wednesday. There's back. no way I could have made it. And it was you very convenient it back. to push it back two weeks. You, put, you made it on Wednesday. You act like you I, didn't, I didn't know remember. this. No, I made it like four months ago before even the shows were going on. Four months was football season, dog. I right, listen. I'm telling you right now. I made it before the show started. I didn't remember. What happened last appointment? They always give you the next appointment. You knew I, it was I, on a Wednesday. I didn't, I didn't remember. Listen, it's a good cop out. But I didn't you're, remember. No one called. You know, it's call like, out the bullshit. My next one will be in January. And January it will be fifth. It will be January terrible. Twelfth. I, th I got like 20 days to get it together. You're not getting it together. No sugar, limited carbs, and just hold off. You actually life. believe that you're going to... When you believe you're starting a diet, because you're not starting it today, you're not starting, starting it tomorrow. starting it today. You're not starting it today. Well, we go to dinner tonight. You're not starting it today. So, But I, I don't overeat really at these dinners. I just talk. Share gut level. I take a lot of pictures, but I do, I do eat a lot. Tonight might be a lot, because I think tonight we're putting a pig and a turkey. I don't know. It's like something wild, something really weird tonight. Weird food. There's going to be bands there. There's going to be music. It's like five levels. I forgot the name of the place we're going to, but it's supposed to be fabulous. And my buddy's taking us. So, so wait, wait, wait. When are, you starting your, when are you starting your diet? You didn't answer the question. Tomorrow morning. Do you actually believe that? I want to. I have no choice because I don't feel right. Like my tits are starting to grow. Like anytime I'm. The difference between 188 and 193 is fucking mind blowing. It's only five pounds, but it's mind fucking blowing. It puts me into a sweaty, porous fatso. 
193 and above is fatso. 190 is on the road to recovery. There's no real, there's only a three point swing there. How bad do you think the numbers are going to be? Um, I don't know. Can't be any worse than the numbers before, so that's the bottom line. They're better than those numbers, I'll tell you right now. You think they're better than last There's time. no way I have a 13.6 A1C. There's no way my sugar's a 400. My A1C was, my, uh, my, uh, cluster was almost 370 no all right so we're gonna have we're gonna have a little a guessing game let's well, go we don't so need what it now it's we we got i know i know i know but we're not gonna talk A1C about it is gonna be 10 sugar will be under 300 about 260 cholesterol will be about a 160 okay we're gonna do a little guessing game so right now until when is it january 17th we're gonna get the results no january 5th i get the blood january 12th you get results all right so 12th i'm gonna go over on all of them well, uh, can we write them down? I mean, we just recorded them. Oh, yeah. okay. So they're, they're there. Somebody write them down. Somebody put them under the comment section every week so we know the numbers. We don't have to. We're, we just go back to this clip. Oh, okay. How old are you? A1C's 10. I'm saying it's going to be 10 or below, which will be a drastic difference from 13.8. Sugar's fasting will be, I think there were three, between 335 and 365. They will be under 250, closer to 200, and my cholesterol, which was like 280, will be closer to 150. Yes, fabulous. I'm going to get better results, but still, if you were a normal person walking in, they would put you in the hospital. But I'm superhuman, so I don't go in hospitals. Shout out, I don't go in hospitals. You're hoping for hospital numbers. Isn't that wild? That's kind of crazy, no? That's fucking actually insane. Well, I, I know what I ate. I, like, the exercise is the key with me. Anytime my numbers were great, it was extreme exercise. The key to all your problems in life is aerobic exercise. No two ways about it. Burns calories, burns sugar, burns carbs, burns negative feelings. But you don't Double do your it. energy. So wait, wait. Wow. Like how many times? If, all right. So this is, we're going into a new year. Yes, okay. And this is. We still have a week. Next week's pod will be the last week of the uh, 2023. Pod. So now you, this is your second December going into the year. Okay. Last year, I guess if we replayed the December episode, like late December, new year, new stew, it's pretty much the exact same spot. Okay. I don't know. You maybe you're a little less weight, but numbers are still fucking terrible. And you always preach that it's exercise over everything and exercise is the key to life. So what's going to change this year? And how many times would you say you exercised in the year of 2022? If you had to put it a, a rough number. 2022 or 2023? 2023. You know something? As it turns out, my exercise cycle is April, May, June, July, and then I just fucking fail. So six months out of the year. I go April, May, June, July every day. What? And then out of the, I did it this year too, April, May, June, July. You worked out every day, April, May, June, July? I walked every day. I walked tremendous. Bro. I was going to run the uh, marathon in October. Remember, I, 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 I uh, yeah, last threw, like I three threw, weeks. No, I threw the white flag in. Bro. I threw the white flag in in August. I love you. If you go back to the, I was April, walking May, June, July. You walked every day, four well, months, five months out of five days a week. I walked like hundreds of miles. Yeah, I was rolling. What do you mean? I was doing the ten point eights. I was doing the five point fours. I was fucking in great shape. And then August, I just threw the towel in. I don't know why. And then the the I'm other, gonna have to fact check that. Okay, I other, don't think that's right. Okay, um, five days the a week. Other, 
for four months? Yeah, absolutely. I looked fucking amazing. I was looking great. Maybe it was February, March, April, May. <laughs> I don't think June. it was, dude. You so you're time. asking the question six months out of the year. I exercised. All right. Listen, just for the people out there, yeah. that didn't happen. You did not work out six months out of the year. I walked no, you fast. Didn't. No, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Listen, I walked every fucking day in April, May, and June because I was going to run the marathon in October. I didn't throw in the towel until August. I think August. you threw in the towel on that in March. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I wouldn't throw it in in March. Yeah, you got like hurt and you were just like, fuck it, I'm not doing this. I didn't get hurt in March. We're going to fact check this. Next right. week, I'll have the numbers. But it, six months is... That's an outrageous... Listen. All right, it could be same shit, different day. So what's the fucking point of your I'm just point? saying, you, if, if we gave like a calendar year... If we give a calendar year yeah. out of the 12, yeah. you might have worked out two and a half out of the 12. Like total. I don't think that's true. I mean, I think that's true. But I'm just saying, so what are you going to do different? If you, Look, I'm just saying, if you worked out half of the year... You wouldn't be in this position. Like if you worked out half of the, that's one out of every two days. That's elite level workout. That's a lot for morbidly obese people. So what are you going to do different is what I'm saying. It's December. So what are we changing in January? Um, well, I mean, it's the same shit. It's the same shit, different day. It has to be low sugar and low carbs. I mean, that's my life and an extreme aerobic exercise. No matter how you slice it. Like, literally, no matter how you slice it, Ali. There's no other way to do it. What else? I mean, what's the what else? What other point are we making here on my weight? You're a fraud. I'm not a fraud. I look great. Uh, I'll take a picture right now and post it. People will say, little fat, but he still, I, still have my, I still have my abs. I don't have my, I don't have my pec muscles anymore because I haven't done, I haven't put up 225, 25 times. When's the last time you Ever! Picked, when's the last time you picked up a weight? It was during April, May, June. I was doing weights. <laughs> All right. So that was preparing for. That was eight months ago. Eight months ago. All right. right. So, so six months. It's been let's, a long time. Let's take that number down. It's been a long time. If April was eight months ago, you did not work out six months out of the year. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no. Think about the numbers. I, I worked out extremely hard for four months. And then out of the other eight months combined of those eight months, I can get another two months together. So I work out half of the year. This year in 2024, I'm going to try to work out every single day. Something every day. All right. So I'm taking the over on the numbers. Right. I'm taking the under on that because that's impossible. It's not impossible. But I would say that if you could do, if you could average five months of workout over the next calendar cycle, you'd be 170. I can't get to 170. I really can't. I I'm telling can't. you, that's a fact. Yeah, I can if I do liposuction. What do you mean? It's 20 to pounds. One, you I, eat like a pig right I now. I get to 180. I can get to 180. That's 10 pounds. Right. You get to 180 by not eating like a pig. I don't do that. I'm telling you, I stopped myself on the fucking thing and I lost 0.8 pounds. On the thing? What thing? Uh, like a month ago. I, lo I lost 0.8 before I cracked. I was so upset I only lost 0.8 that that's when I said, fuck it. I might as well just live like Caligula and die at like 64, maybe 63. So how many months, how many, you gave it a four week cycle before you gave up? No, I was just upset. I starved myself and I only lost 0.8. So then in my head I said, well, it's going to take this many times at 0 0.8, 0 0.8, 0 0.8. It's going to take like seven months to lose weight. So I figured, let me get in a solid month binge before Christmas, maybe into new year and start 2024 fresh. Okay. So that's where we're at with the fucking 
debacle of my numbers and my commitment to myself. People it's, need to fucking ch- listen, listen, listen. Everyone has a stew in their life. All right. Yes. Check that motherfucker. All check right. Him. Stop fucking letting these people slide. Fact check me. That's why I'm on Twitter. There is no facts. Stop fucking letting them Shout slide. Shout out Elon Musk. No facts. Shout out Donald Trump. No facts. These people are delusional. Whatever you say is facts. They don't fucking I live. I said it. It's a fact. Even if it's wrong and it's a lie, it's a fact because I said it. They don't live in reality. And they don't believe. I don't live. They don't reality. believe the things that they say. Like they like I what Stu just said. I just can't do. He it. didn't believe anything he just said. So fact check your loved ones because if they do, listen. Bottom line is this: they're gonna die. All right, and then you're gonna have to live with that fucking regret of not fact checking. So fact check while they're alive, so that you know at least you have a fucking clean conscience. All right. So fact check those fat fucks. Fat check those fat fucks. I don't think anyone. F C. F T F F fact check I don't think anybody fucks. has a clear conscience. I just don't. I don't well, think so. Well, in this in this particular aspect, you could have a clean conscience if you just tell your fat loved ones, hey, listen, put down the fucking brownie. Body po- body positivity is a fucking joke. That's not a thing. Just okay. fucking fat check those fatties. Fat check it. Okay. Because I'm a I'm a former fatty and I'm still a fatty. But people could have, listen, bottom line is this. If you're a fat fuck, which I was, I was a, I was an obese, morbid slob. When you start to lose weight and you're still fat, right? This is when you know you have a fucking problem. When people look at you like you're a different person. Like people looked at me like I, w- I changed race. All right. And their eyes lit up. That's when I knew I had a problem. And I blame people around me for not fat checking those fat fucks because I should have been fat checked and I wasn't. So look at them. Sit them down, look at them dead in their eyes, and tell them, cut the fuck out. Okay. So, so Stu, um, cut it the fuck out, because I'm fat-checking you, you fat fuck. I, I'm very grateful to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Because most people blow smoke. I've seen people blow smoke, no matter what you do. Well, people kiss my ass, because I'm Oh, so my God, it's terrible. Legend. Don't. People, people why kiss ass, though? They're why? Like, take my daughter. Take my wife. You already fucked my mother and my grandmother. I don't know what's left. And they're good with it. Like, like you would not let your girl get fucked by somebody, but I get a pass. For me, it's like, ah, it's Stu. Let him eat my girl's ass. Let him let him eat my, my girl's pussy. That's cool. It's just the way it is. You know, when you're a living legend, you know, some things happen, and those are them, that people give me a pass on everything. They love me. They only look at the good and the positive. They don't look at behind the curtain, the negatives and the chaos and the disaster and really the embarrassment. I think most people just don't like confrontation. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? The, and those people, I, I block on Twitter that do like confrontation. Shout out, you're blocked. Well, how long will you be blocked for? How about ever? Ever. You know how many sta- mistakes I allow you to make? None. There's a rehabilitation program. We went through this. They have to give me the exact moment, though. Some people have asked for an unblock and don't really tell me what they did. They don't get unblocked. Exactly. But they if know you have they proof... Some people have proof where they were responding to another person and you don't know how Twitter works. Oh, well, no, I make a mistake. I'm human. Like some people will attack the people, people that are attacking 4, Stu. 4,000 DMs a month. What? L- listen, you don't even know where the DMs are. But bottom line is this. Yes, I People try. reply to the repliers and, and you think they're talking to you. 
And I block them. Correct. Right. Exactly. That's that's not right. No, that's not right. That's a war but crime. But that's what we have you here for. You check that. I don't check that. I can't check that. I, I well, if There's only responds, so much you could check. Hey, my buddy got blocked because he was pissing on some guy. He was pissing on Stu, but Stu mistook it for pissing on Stu. Can you please unblock them? You look at it and you unblock the person. Correct. And now that there's people, people are going to try that though. So you got to have proof. That's what I'm saying. You can't you be, have proof. You can't I'm just gonna, lie I'm, about it. And now I'm going to block everybody just for the fuck of it, just to see if you're not fucking telling the truth. I'm probably not going to unblock you, so don't don't try that. Exactly. Just say nice things about block. Stu so he lives in this. Exactly. I want to live in a bubble. Pollyanna fake bubble that everyone loves me, that everyone wants to give me their pussy like when kings used to fuck all the virgins. That's how I want to live. I want to live in that level. That's where I want to live. Period. All right, let's do it right now. This will be flying to Chicago with Sandy today. We're going out to eat tonight. My buddy has been taking me and Sandy out to dinner. Now he takes me and my friends from Barstool out to dinner. Shout out, Carmen. You're fucking amazing. I love it. The only thing better than food is free food. The only thing better than free food is great free food. And we have all three. We have free food. We have great free food. We have camaraderie. We have fun. We have laughter. It's absolutely like being in heaven. Nothing is better to go out to dinner with your friends and you share gut level and everything stays there. And we got no rats ratting shit out. We had one mistake. One mistake. I'm not going to go into it. But someone, yes, someone blubbered something to someone who got back to me. You know, fuck you for doing that, you scumbag fuck. I'm not saying who you are. I'm not even saying what the group could have been from. But yes, someone had a fucking blubber mouth. Someone just ran their fucking mouth. And it was over total nonsense, total fucking bullshit. But you know how this is. You're not telephone, telegraph, tell someone. Used to be telephone, telegraph, tell Stu, but it wasn't me because I couldn't rat out myself. But someone else said something that was at this table, should have stayed at the table, did not go at and stay at the table, leaked to someone, which was the most meaningless thing ever. It is so weak that someone ever said something. If uh, I really wanted to confront people, I would, but I'm not. I'm let it go. Let it go. Just going to let it fucking go. Let it go. Let it go. What, movie? It what go. movie was that from? Uh, I don't know. Some some movie for uh, little children finger than themselves. Okay. So wait, wait. Now you have the little let children movie. Yeah. yeah. What, what would you go. guess that movie is called? You know the movie because you have the visual I, in your head. I don't. I don't know it. I only know that it was like Z-Gum and Zell sang it. Okay. But if you had to guess, just give a guess. It's a, it's a Disney Aladdin. title. Okay. Good. You got it. Okay, good. Nice. That was actually, I can't believe <laughs> I you pulled- I swear to God, it's Aladdin. I can't believe you pulled that out. <laughs> I swear to God. How'd you know that? That's bullshit. It's not Aladdin. It's Aladdin, dude. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. They sing it right after. What's the other one in the, the old Aladdin that you remember? I don't remember. Where they're flying the, the flying carpet. What's that song? The know. Brave New World. Oh, a Brave New World. Yeah, they sing right. This is the new version. They sing it right after that. I love it. How'd you get that? Fuck it, eh? You see, I'm a moron. I'm a fucking idiot. I have no brain. But somehow, so, did I really pull that Did out? you really? I no, no. Fucking with you're, you're trolling. There's no way. Like, you must have. You, you watched the movie on, like last on week? On my eyes right now. Because I know you. Listen, 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 listen. Stop, 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 stop. I swear to God. You watch a lot of movies halfway through. So you're telling me like never, you didn't pull up the new Aladdin like last week. You saw it and you just acted dumb right there. You're playing dumb. I don't even think it's Aladdin. I think you're trolling me. You didn't watch. No, no. Just I say you didn't watch Aladdin. the movie. You didn't no. watch the new Aladdin. No. 
I, I did watch Barbie three quarters, and I thought that movie sucked cock besides every Which moment. Which one's Barbie? Barbie, the Margot Oh, Robbie. Barbie. Yeah. I love that movie. Did you really? Yeah, I thought it was It was great. too campy for me. It was like so weird. It was like, come on now. I didn't love it, but it was She good. didn't have a vagina, and he didn't have a penis. I, what the fuck is that about? See, that's why you didn't like it. Exactly. Okay. Because I, I checked out at that point. Don't, lie, lie one more time. You didn't watch the new Aladdin. I didn't watch the new Aladdin. I don't even know what that is. I know the song... From Isa Manzel singing it, the the advertisement. That's Who's like, Isa Manzel? I don't know. She's the main fucking person in. All right, Latin. sing it one more time. A whole new world. No, 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 no. The 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 other song. I don't know what was the other song. I forgot it already. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I can't believe you got that. Aladdin. It's fucking Frozen. It's not Aladdin. Oh, Frozen, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's you're, what it was. You're frozen. sick. I never saw Frozen either. I know you never saw it. I think she was in Aladdin too. Yeah, you thought you She's got that. She's not that pretty. You're she totally... has a great voice. If I fucked her, I'd fuck a doggy style. Wait, she wait, wait. Like Who are we talking face. about right now? The main woman who sings the song. She has a fabulous voice, but a fucking rat are face. You, are you talking about the animated character? No, no, no. The real person. The, on the, the person who plays it on uh, Frozen in the play. Oh, I have no idea who sings that. Oh, yeah, she looks was, like a rat. That was funny, though. She that has a good. rat face. Shadow, I'd still fuck her because she's thin. I fuck anybody that's thin, but doggy style. Rat faces. There's a couple There's a couple rats out there. That... Yeah, it's like a butterface. Yeah. She has everything butterface. Shout out butterface. There's a trend going around that you either look like a rat or a frog. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't so hear that trend. Yeah. You have a frog face or a rat face? There's a couple hot rats out there. I don't know. All I'm saying. Again, butterface... I fucked a ton of girls with everything but a face. All right, so let's go into it right you now. You really thought you got that. You you were fucking... No, I yeah, know you I did. didn't. No, I, no, you I did. played you out. No, you did. I, I, you I, did. I, fucking, no. I, had, I had an ace three off no, suit. You, you really had a pair of kings. It. You folded. You really bitch. got it. No, you, you really got it. First time in my life, I you fucking thought you got it. You really thought you got it. Let's that's, go. That's good. Let's fucking go. I took the pot. All right, so tonight will be the last show we do in 2023. There will be a show Friday night, but there will not be a show the following Friday night because the entire Barstool operation will be in Arizona for the Arizona Bowl. Who the fuck is in that bowl? Wyoming is playing Toledo? Is that the matchup? But it'll be the last time Barstool will ever do the bowls again. So enjoy this because Toledo versus Wyoming, yeah. Toledo versus Wyoming. Now, the line opened, I think... Wyoming three, now Toledo six, or the reverse. It was a nine-point line move in the game. I don't know why. Has to be somebody's not playing. Has to be somebody, you know, is whatever the case may be. I don't know how many great people are on Wyoming. I see I see open plus one and a half, and it moved to minus three and a half. So I don't know about a ten-point line. but Oh, so you're showing a four and a half-point line move right now. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right. One and a half to three and a half. Plus one and a half to minus three and a half? Uh-huh. How much is that five point nine move? Shout, uh, listen, uh, shout shout, I got Math. it. On, I got it on the second time. Yeah, you did. Okay, right. It's not I like mean, I, it's like I got that Ziga Manzel okay. frozen on the third time. So getting getting single single numbers on the second time is you bragged about that. Let's I did. Just, shout out! I bragged about. Let's it. not brag about that. Hey, when you're sixty two, you brag about being fucking alive. If your body counts over two hundred and you're sixty two, that's a god situation. Okay, that's fucking god. That's fair. All right, so we're not doing a show next week. We're doing a show this week. Jersey Jerry is back in the seat, and it's really sad because Jersey would be coming to us for dinner every Tuesday night in Chicago, hottest ticket in town. People have offered me 5000 cash. 
just to come with us. But we share a lot of things at the table that no one can hear, even though it's supposed to stay at the table. And I told you a couple of weeks ago, somebody had a big blab of mouth, should be smacked in the fucking face, but I don't know who it is. I've narrowed it down to two people, but I'm not going to say who they are. I'm just not. I'm just going to let it go. But anyway, uh, 5,000 is the number right now that somebody's going to give me cash to hang out, roll blunts, and sit at the table. I said no. I said no. First of all, I don't need the money. Second of all, I would use, I could I could use the money. Let me just say I don't need it, but I could use it because I could spend it. I got bills. I got shit to pay. It's Christmas. Everybody wants something from me, blah, blah. But I said no. So everyone will be at the Arizona Bowl. And a couple of years ago, they canceled it because of the COVID. And they really, that was fucking horrific. Big Cat was going to jump out of a plane. But the standard Barstool MO, the greatest show ever, it rolls. Doesn't matter whether it's New York or Boston or Philadelphia or West Virginia or Arizona. They bring the heat. They bring the smoke. You got Big Cat, first of all singing the national anthem. You have Frank the Tank on the coin toss. You have Jersey Jerry. Remember last year he fell on his giant fat butt and then fell on his stomach. I think one of the other girls tripped him. He runs out to get after the kickoff. He gets the tee, runs out there. And then you got Caleb and Rome Roan, excuse me, are roaming the sidelines, looking for stories, getting the inside information, getting everything to the Barstool audience. Now, this year, it will be on Channel 11 also. So if you get Channel 11, which is a superstation, I guess it's, uh, what What do they, how do they uh, say that? W, what is it? WB, Warner Brothers or... What is that, Al? You know that the 11 isn't everywhere, right? I, well, what is that superstation? It's like... Uh, WPix, is that it? Yeah, WPix, whatever the fuck. No, that's that might be Channel 9. Is that 9. the old one? That's Channel 9. What's Channel 11? It'll be on Channel 11 in New York, which everyone knows is a superstation, but it, it will be on... Pix 11. Pix 11. Okay, shout out, Alex. Uh, so it'll be on Pix 11. Last year, it was only on Barstool TV. So Barstool's sales... Operation did a fabulous job, and we roped in PIX11. They gave us a ton of cash so that it is, is a superstation. And I think PIX11 goes everywhere on the East Coast. It goes New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Boston, New Hampshire, Rhode Island. I think it goes all the way to Florida. I think it goes all the way to Florida because I think Met Games or Yankee Games, that was like the alternative local station if you couldn't pay for yes you know, or you didn't pay for ESPN, you used to watch local games, either Mets, Yankees, on Channel 11. So shout out Channel 11. Matter of fact, also the first year we did Barstool Sports Advisors, we also roped them in for a nice pretty penny and we put Barstool Sports Advisors in year one on Channel 11. So if you do not want to pay Barstool TV, you can watch it for free, sort of free, because I'm sure you got to pay for Channel 11. Um, picks, picks, picks. It's called picks. As it should be. So it should be a great game. I think, as always, we have on the mic, we have uh, Jake. And Jake will be the main voice on the bike. It'll be Jake, Big Cat, and uh, Dave. So that's fucking phenomenal. And then Dave will go from Arizona, very conveniently, to the Rose Bowl, where, as we know, he's betting $1 million. And it's no hyperbole. It's no hype. It's no bullshit. It's $1 million on Michigan. And he thinks uh, Michigan will piss on Alabama 
beat them like a redheaded stepchild. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but years ago that was like a saying where if you were redheaded and you were not Gotta a be honest. child, no. a stepchild, you got brought into the back and you bitch slapped. Anybody with red hair that wasn't your actual kid, but was your adopted kid. Like you can't really beat stepchildren anymore, but once you throw in the ginger aspect, everybody has gained rights and you can't talk about them except gingers. They've always been fair game and no one really has their back. No, People don't have gingers. gingers back. No. no gingers. They don't have souls. Um, Do you know that? Yes. Okay. So that's going to be the bar stool extravaganza. It ends. It's on December 30th. It ends 2023 with their greatest performance ever. They're always spectacular. Always something happens and they bring everyone. So everyone's going to be there. A ton of people's going to be there. I have no idea how they make money doing this because their overheads millions and millions of dollars. Just shipping people there. They they do all the production, all the camera work, the pregame, the postgame, the halftime show. They're not fucking ABC, but they are ABC. They do a better job than ABC. Barstool, Jake Marsh, not ABC, but fucking ABC. Right, true. Jake Marsh on the mic is arguably the greatest announcer ever. He has the perfect articulation in his voice. He speaks quite clearly, and he gets fucking hyped that someone put a dildo up his ass when a big play happens. He's like, oh my God, touch that! That fucking guy can scream like nobody can scream. And Dave screams too, and Big Cat screams, but not like Jake Marsh. So shout out Jake Marsh. So his inflection when it goes high. It's amazing. Your comparison was a dildo in his ass. Yeah, because in other words, most of us would go, wow, we, we couldn't, no, 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 I couldn't understand. get that high. I'm just saying. Like, it's like hitting the acapella in, a, an, in an opera. I don't think, I don't even know what that means, but that's my point. It's not acapella, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. Okay, good, good. So a lot of things are coming to an end. 2023, Robert Sala's career as a jet coach, Joe Douglas's career as a GM. Pretty much, I think they will be fired. Because I'll tell you right now, the Jets season is such an abortion, such a travesty. But what would have been worse, because in the background, floating in the background, it's in like a circle with, with like smoke and dust coming up, is the season was a failure only because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Now, let me tell you something right now. The coldest reality possible will be next year. If they bring Sala back, which I hope they don't. If they bring Douglas back, which I hope they don't. If they bring Aaron Rodgers back, which it looks like, I mean, you have to. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You don't even have insurance. They're dead with him or without him. I mean, that team sucks. They are poorly coached, poorly disciplined, and their great defense is now they quit. Or overrated. I don't know which way you want to put it. Because they have got torched. Miami took them out to the fucking shed and fucking bitch slapped them. Miami bitch slaps anyone, though, when they're yep, playing. Without Tyreek Hill, we're at the best center in the fucking league. Doesn't without matter. two of their defensive players. They were, had like six key injuries. There's no way that game should have been like that. Yeah, but defensive injuries versus the Jets doesn't mean anything. I guess that's true. I mean, I literally get that. I guess that is true. They don't score. They don't score. So you could, you could, you could be playing second string, to be honest. I'm, but I'm saying Aaron Rodgers would have died behind this offensive line. He, no, no, no. As far as they would have listen, never made the playoffs with them. The 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 New York Jets height 
and I'm sure it has to do with the hard knocks factor. Because in New York, it would have been this big no matter what because you've never had a quarterback of this caliber. But no one has been bailed out harder than Aaron Rodgers because judging by this team and seeing what this team has put on paper, they're not a fucking Super Bowl caliber team. But at one point, they were like the fourth highest fucking uh, odds preseason. Unbelievable. so as far as Aaron Rodgers goes, if you could have given him given him the crystal ball of if he played, what would have happened? Because they probably would have been a mediocre squad. I mean, who, who knows actually what would have happened? Eight and nine max. But for him to take the pay cut, get the money to give to Dalvin Cook, let's just be honest here. That was the biggest bust I've ever seen. Ever. Like someone going from elite level running back to non-existent barely plays he i mean the ball six times the first three games just he he never got it going never like the most surprising of the year and no one even talks about it because of how bad zach wilson and the quarterback struggles have been but bottom line is this if you could have given aaron Rodgers the crystal ball he took the pay cut he gets injured like his stock is at an all-time high regardless you know you might not like the way he like talks or puts himself in the media or just you know everyone's talking about him even though he played fucking four snaps on the year i mean no one's been talked about more for playing less than aaron Rodgers. never but he could if he never took that pay cut and then got hurt i mean he would be blamed every week no toys about it he so said so as far as right exactly so as far as giving back good money giving back point. millions of dollars like the 30 million it was worth it to protect his image and now for future play when he comes back, he has the built-in excuse of coming off an injury. It's like the perfect storm for him. Right. You like, can't, he can't, he's beloved forever. Right. You give him a pass because, like you said, it's a good point. You can't get mad at him can't. saying, hey, you fucking took $100 million for two years. No, he didn't. You know, who, you gets mad, you know who you could get mad at? The fucking jerk-off in the organization that didn't give a 40-year-old player insurance. Right. How the fuck? Like, whether he played every game at an elite level of his, you know, he's coming off like back-to-back off MVP caliber. I mean, he won MVP and then almost won, right? He was in back-to-back races, okay? Yeah. So even if he played at that level, you should get insurance. Like, I I just don't understand how you fumbled that hard on, like, the biggest move of your franchise history. I just don't... It just doesn't... I mean, let's just say I'm fucking 30 years old, 32. Of my Jets fandom, I've never seen them be competitive. So, I mean, I know they've won... For most people living right now, this was their best chance to win a Super Bowl in the last 40 years. And you don't get insurance on the one guy that runs the operation. And not only did they not get insurance, let me just say, they didn't even get insurance for the team to have a competent backup ready to roll. Well, they I, I mean, like, you saw Zach Wilson wasn't the guy last year. And somehow, I mean, they were just, listen, that's that's even that's even worse. Because you knew that he wasn't the guy. You got Aaron Rodgers because he wasn't the guy. But he's your number two. So if something did happen, to not have insurance and then have Zach Wilson step up to the plate when he lost the locker room, has zero confidence. I mean, listen, whether Zach Wilson will ever play for another franchise is up up for debate. But bottom line is he, he never had a shot in New York. Like he was set up in a situation that he could only fail. Like I'm surprised he ever looked competent especially versus Patrick Mahomes. Like that game, that one game, put it on paper. The, the fact that that happened, even though they lost, it was an incredible game. 
And plus he beat fucking Philadelphia, who, I mean, let's, let's be honest here. NFC East are just, you know, dog shit teams and fraudulent teams. Well, I mean, he beat Philly. Should have beat Kansas City. Should have beat Kansas City. And had a great game against the Texans. That's pretty much will be the end of his salvo on the New York. All I'm saying is to step into a, a, a team where basically everyone for a calendar year just shit on your life. Talked about you as uh, your character flaws, your inability to play. To ever even put anything close to what he put up in those two, three games is just incredible. So I, I would say that for him, I don't know if he's an NFL quarterback, but I mean, he never had a shot with the Jets. That's and he will not be on the Jets. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they're going to they're, they're going to trade him to somebody. I don't know who. And then and then probably Jets luck. He'll become a good quarterback on someone else's team. Well, if you're putting it out there, I mean, Bryce Young's young. I understand that. But I I mean, I would say that they're the same. I don't think Bryce Young is anything special. Well, not this year he's not. No, I don't think for his life. I don't I don't like I don't like his play at all. But they all but listen, to in, in anyone's defense, it would have been in a, on Aaron Rodgers' defense. They are getting beat so quickly their offensive line that I don't know if any team, if any actual quarterback could have succeeded. Their offensive line, I want to say, is arguably the worst I've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Giants pretty fucking bad, too. Um, New York, I mean, Giants how about we get a lineman injury, between I one think. of them? Let's just get one lineman. Crazy. Just absolutely crazy. I mean, getting over to the Giants, the Giants got put in their place uh, this week. Uh, New Orleans Saints put it finally all together, and they pissed on the Giants. And, uh, I mean, Giants are just not a good team either. I mean, you know, they're just not. I mean, they're not. With Jones, they're not. With uh, I like DeVito, Tommy. I like not. Tommy DeVito. I like DeVito. I'd like to taste his mother's chicken cutlets. I mean, I would like to. I'd like to. I, I think my wife, Sandy, who's Irish Catholic, would piss on her chicken cutlets, but... Mrs. DeVito, out of respect for you, before I say that my wife's chicken collets pissed on your chicken collets, I would like to taste them. As far as Italian moms Shout go, Shout out though, DeVito. No, no, no. Italian cooking is like, that's that's big time. Big okay? time. But all the pressure on Mama DeVito to really cook up those cutlets, because you know everyone wants to taste them now. You know what I'm saying? So now the, the myth has grown to epic proportions. True. I mean, I don't even know if she she might fucking have the yips in the kitchen. DeVito's she might not, not be even able his to... last name no more. It's Tommy Cutlets. I mean, listen, that's Cutlets. a lot. Of, that's a ton of pressure. Ton of pressure. Shout out, Mrs. DeVito. Anytime you want to cook for me, I will accept the offer. Any of you know Tommy DeVito, reach out to Tommy. Tell Tommy to DM me. I'll come to his house. I'll check out his cutlets. And I want to hug it out with his agent, too. Uh, how about his agent should eat some cutlets? That guy looks like he's 50 pounds fucking wet. He looks like he could have played in Dial- Dallas Buyers Club. Right. He lo- I mean, he looks like he's a... What What does that mean? He's an AIDS patient? He looks like he has he's AIDS. He's pretty fucking fit. Yeah. He is thin. He weighs 150 pounds. He. How about fucking give him some pasta instead of just the cutlet? I like I like his I like his uh, celebrations, though. So. Yo, me too. I like his outfit. He's got balls. You think he's banging bitches left and right? Nah. That's just not but how it maybe, rolls? Maybe. To be honest, maybe. In the offseason? I don't know. People could slide in DMs. They see him on TV. They might want to fuck him. Tommy, I have a barn in the back. If you're ever in Long Island. Uh, Wait, who are we talking about? Tommy? Or well, his no, agent? we're talking about his agent. But Tommy has to fuck girls either in a hotel. 
Nah, he probably place. fucking rails him out in his house. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Fuck. No, there's no fucking way a 23-year-old is bringing a girl home that's the football Listen. quarterback. Listen, the parents let him in. <clears throat> he's the fucking breadwinner now. He might own the fucking house. Well, he's not he might make, not getting paid that he's way. He's not making but any money yet. Nah, endorsements. You think he's going to make a lot of endorsements? I think he's making them already, yeah. So wait a second. So what if he gets what if he gets whacked his next three games? And he goes out on a four-game losing streak with 28 sacks. I think the guy's been sacked uh, 72 times. I think it's the most in the NFL. So let's say he has another 740, 100 sacks on the year. And he loses the next three games. Will he still be loved? Yeah. For the for the w- wins that he brought, it doesn't okay. even matter. Fair enough. They were, he was never supposed to win. Okay, fair enough. So I mean, I listen. Right now, if you're betting right now, right this second, right this second, the two best teams in the NFL are the San Francisco 49ers and the Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens. Let's I'm, put those three. I mean, the Bills aren't even in the playoffs yet, so let's let's pump the brakes here. Well, I mean, they've played really well back-to-back. They, pissed, they beat the Chiefs, and they just dismantled the fraudulent Dallas Cowboys. I got sucked in on the Cowboys. I fucking am so upset. 4-0 on Sunday on 20 diamonds. Hit the, hit the Sunday night game. Hit the Monday night game. 25 diamonds with Seahawks, and I fucking lost for the weekend because I put it all on the Cowboys. And... They have been fraudulent elite five different times this season. It's it's incredible. The it's second incredible. you think that they're ready to make the move, they play like Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Biggest frauds ever. Jerry Jones is never winning a Super Bowl. Never, ever, 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 ever. He shouldn't have fucking ever fucked Jimmy Johnson and put his fucking buddy in from Oklahoma, Barry Switzer, and he would have had at least one more uh, Super Bowl, I think. Maybe two, because... Once Jimmy Johnson lost the reins, and although Switzer lost his first year, won his second year, he was done after that, and the Cowboys dismantled. But um, their frauds, I I took a shit uh, all over my face, egg on my face. It was humiliating and embarrassing. Uh, I hope they don't win another game the rest of the fucking year. I really do. And as we see, the Eagles are in total trouble. Total of three losses in a row. Uh, this, is a, this is way different. When people were doubting the San Francisco 49ers, they were 5-0, and and then they would drop to 5-3. and The way they were talking about the 49ers is the way they should be talking about the Eagles, okay? Because that 49ers skid, Brock Purdy wasn't really healthy. They didn't have... Debo Samuels. They didn't have Debo. They didn't have Christian McCaffrey. They didn't have uh, Trent Williams. They had injuries on both sides of the ball. It really just, like, there was there was a reason why they lost three. This this skid doesn't make any sense, especially because they're they're losing games they should never lose. Like last night, they lost that game, and now it's two nights ago when you're listening to this. But that Monday night game, they had that game won four different times. Uh, they they tried not to lose the game, which in turn lost them the game. They literally played not to lose. They have a built-in system where if they get to third and one, it's a first down. Third and two, it's a first down. Third and three, it's probably a first down. They have a broken play where they pick up two to three yards no matter what. Okay? Jalen Hurts, whether he was sick, whether he shouldn't you have played or not. Major flu. Listen, flu major game. Major flu. Listen, he looked like he had the flu. All right? He didn't play well. But he played well enough to do the tush push, get in the end zone two times for two rushing touchdowns on the fucking stupid ass push. 
But bottom line is this. How do you... They played so soft that last drive. And I mean, great for us. When we got the ball at the 20... I mean, it's it's almost like we thought we were going to pick up a few first downs and the game's over. Drew Locke has not gone 92 yards with money on the line in seven years. I love Drew Locke. I know. you. Uh, well, He's from Missouri, right? He came out of Missouri. And I wanted him. the Giants to draft him so bad, and in turn, we got Daniel Jones, and now we're paying him $160 million to uh, not Suck throw dick. the ball down 10 yards. Well, really, you're only paying him $80 because after next year, you're getting rid of him. Bottom line is this. We're never million. getting rid of him. Eighty million. You're not, no one's you're not, taking him. Well, I guess that's true. I guess he'll be the backup, but we'll see. But um, Drew Lock. I mean, went ninety-two yards. Fucking thank you, God. What a throw! I mean, he played fucking great. He played like all the expectations of him coming out of Missouri. He was supposed to be one of the biggest epic failures ever in Denver. I don't know where he went after Denver because he just didn't make any noise. I don't know about epic failures. I mean, no one really thought he was going to be great anyway. Oh, you loved him, so we thought I, he was going to be I We wanted him listen, to be Listen, I think he's great. Well, I well, think he's great. Last night was great. He made two insane throws. Listen, game-winning touchdown. Insane. And the throw before the game, the touchdown was insane. I mean, they were fucking pinpoint accurate. Only elite players can do that. So he can get to the elite level. It's just how consistent are you going to be? Drew Locke, huge cock. Yes. But bottom line is this. Shout out. We love you, Drew. You won a game that we needed for our ball sack. We're back in the money right now. We're even off the Cowboys fucking uh, blown up fucking Sunday. So we're back to even. Made a touch of little money uh, in the NFL. Just my NFL people. So uh, we're ready to roll. I would just say that where the Eagles are, though, where they've like 5-0 five, five and oh to 5-3, and three, it's not ideal. But like, look where the San Francisco 49ers are. Look who they, they've demolished the teams that you thought would be their competition. And now with the Eagles loss, they have a game up on the, you know, the division or the uh, conference. So they're rolling. And I, I mean, like, obviously I thought they were le- head and shoulders above everyone else, but now it's proven. But now we have the Super Bowl matchup. I mean, as far as, you know, AFC, NFC, we have the uh, Ravens 49ers game coming up. That's going to be an amazing game. So- Absolutely incredible. That's overall seed. That's everything. That's, that's everything. the whole season, right? Soup there. to nuts, right there. Here we go. Here we go. And probably that's how it's going to work out, too. Ravens uh, 49. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. oh, for the, you know. As it looks, yeah. as it looks right now. I mean, two quick futures. We'll get into it a little deeper later or maybe on the future podcast. 49 is to win a Super Bowl. Human lock, just tap out. And then Purdue to win the college, foot, college basketball championship. Tap out. Okay. Purdue is like eight, eight, nine to one. I mean, I've seen as high as 10 to one. They were last week like 14 to 1. They're a lock. And 49 is a, such a lock. I'm staring at my Bill Walsh, the coach picture, which is in the basement where we do the podcast. Shout out, Bill Walsh. Shout out, 49ers. Christian McCaffrey is arguably the greatest running back ever in the history of the 100 years of NFL football. There has never been anyone better. There has never been anyone better. Who could do as many things fucking great as him? I mean, Purdy, probably going to win MVP. McCaffrey should win MVP. McCaffrey's the best player I've ever seen in my life. In my life, in my life. He's unbelievable. He's unstoppable. He's unguardable. There was a Shout play, it out. There was a play that, I, I mean, I, Shout I, out. I'm just putting it on the the table. It's not, it's, it's not a fucking opinion. It's a fact. 
Kyle Shanahan must be the greatest offensive mind in the history of life because there was a play in that game where Christian McCaffrey was wide open. The ball was overthrown by Brock Purdy. He dove, caught it, fell down, had time to stand up and walk into the end zone. If there's one person that can never be wide open, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how you, I know he's a running back, but even on pass plays, there should be someone on him because he somehow leaks out, but he was wide open, 20 yards, caught the ball, fell down, stood up and got into the end zone. Like there's just, unless he must draw up plays where you forget that the greatest player ever is wide open. Cause I mean, like I know blown coverage, but that doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't make sense. So I would give Kyle Shanahan a ton of credit. I give Christian McCaffrey MVP. Brock Purdy, let's be honest here. Brock Purdy would vote for fucking Christian McCaffrey. Yes. So let's just let's just that's that's it. If there's ever a running back to win, it's if he if he didn't win this year, if you don't win with Christian McCaffrey stats, you're never gonna win. Shout out Ed McCaffrey, his father, uh three time Super Bowl champion with the New York Giants and the Broncos. Heard him on uh first take and I heard him on I think uh Colin Coward's show man what a fucking articulate winner serious fucking guy very very serious didn't smile the entire time um Christian McCaffrey has that like military jaw he has that like Ed has a military jaw too they have that military jaw you know it was hard <laughs> that's probably why he's so good definitely strict yeah okay so uh all right we figured the NFL out let's go to college football so college football, we left off where we had Oregon playing Washington, and then we had Georgia playing Alabama in the future. Okay, so we had one winner. We had one win and one loser. Listen, we had Alabama listen, listen. On Bottom Georgia. line is this: Oregon got fucking housed in that game. Crazy. I am so listen. What people don't understand is I I've been so good at this college football season that it took me until the last week of the regular season for me to ever last this long, even though I that was arguably one of the worst days betting wise of my life because it was not only Oregon losing to Washington, it was also Purdue losing to Northwestern in the same night. So you couldn't have how big of a how big of a hit was that? 30, 40 dimes. Yeah, it was 30. (laughs) It was nice, though. I, I, but what people don't understand is I lost money that Woo! I never should have had. Woo! Like I made it to the last week of the regular season where th- like that should never happen. Got your money's worth. It's not even close. That the was only the greatest gambling experience ever. No, no. The greatest was Georgia housing TCU because I caught TCU the whole year. The last two college football seasons have been elite. I might not have got this one because I thought Georgia was going to win. And I, I got housed on that one versus Alabama too. But to make it to bottom line is I make it to the championship last year and hit it. And I get the long shot in the championship game and hit it. And this year I got all the way to the last game of the season. So football is not my sport. Basketball is. So I would count this as a W no matter what, even though we lost epically and we took our licks and we got fucking housed. All I, all I need to say to the people out there is I gave you Purdue preseason and Purdue not only did they fuck fuck me that day, all right? They brought me back to life, all right? So I'm betting them every game for the rest of the season. And, uh, yeah, I think they're going to win this year. Yes, they're going to win. Shout out, they're going to win. Lock it up. So back to football, Washington House is Oregon. Uh, the line was so wrong. 
And honestly, I blame the odds makers more than I blame myself. How so could you make if all you're, of that nine in that game? If you're mad at me, fair. I take my licks. I, I, I accept responsibility. I'm not like these people that I, I don't care. I bet it. So you could be mad at me. I don't, I don't really care. Trust me. I'm more mad at myself than you're mad at me. But what you should be mad at is someone made that line 10. Nine and a half, 10. That was a double digit spread. And the team lost to that team. I've never seen a team that lost to a team be a 10 point favorite in a championship game at a neutral site. I just, there's no, listen. Stats on that is like, that's the first game that ever lost like that. If there was 30 no, games like that. Forget losing. Forget losing. No, no. How do you make the spread? How do you make, they, they, they fucked me. Because I would have bet that game whether Washington could have been minus 10. I'm betting it the same way, all right? But the fact that you gave Oregon minus 10, all right? You should be shot in the fucking head, all right? You should be taken out to the public quarter. You should be fucking wrangled up, and you should be fucking thrown rocks at, stoned. Not even put, no, no, shooting is way too easy. That's that, you should not go out that easy. You should be thrown, rocks should be thrown, high speed, high velocity at your fucking head. Multiple, multiple rocks. Maybe you should have a helmet on so that you last longer. So you're not even, you should be drawn out way longer than, obviously a bullet's way too fast, but multiple rocks. I want to, I want to, I want you to take your toll, like a couple elbow shots. Maybe you can't aim at the face, but eventually you're fucking dead. Cause that's, listen, that's who to blame. The odds makers are who to blame. Obviously I'm to blame. But the odds makers way more than me. So anyway, Washington goes in coast to coast. We did have a shot. Let's be honest here, though. We we had a, a slight sliver of hope. It wasn't always negative, but it was pretty much 99%. We had 1%. We had a 1% shot. Didn't come through. And then Alabama obviously beat Georgia. Uh, it was more of Georgia beating themselves than Alabama beating Georgia, but whatever. They still lost. So now uh, college football for me is done. But uh, as far as the playoff picture is, we got Bama, Michigan, and we got Florida State getting absolute fucked by the committee, getting absolutely ass handled. And now we got uh, Texas. Who do you like in that game? Um, I don't want to give it away right now, but I think. No, I'm just saying. I'm just. All right. So let's not go through. I I can't. I mean, I, I Alabama, Michigan. I have a definitive in my balls pick. And Texas, Washington, I have a definitive in my Bulls pick. That's it. Uh, That's it. I'm so, going to sell it. It's going to cost money, and it's worth it. What do you think for. about Florida State getting absolutely bamboozled? Whether it's the right decision or not, to have a conference, a power conference team go undefeated, do everything they need to, injuries aside, they got fucked. I, well, listen. Is it a travesty against Florida State? Yes. Can you make the case that they got fucked? Yes. Can you make the case that they did everything possible? Yes. But since this is such a subjective pick, 13 people make the pick. There is no power rankings that once you have this many points, you're locked into it. I have no problem with it at all because that's the reason that 10 years ago, or eight years ago, when they started the four teams, they knew this was going to be a fucking nightmare. And they knew at least one or two teams per year were going to get fucked. Plus, maybe more than that, because you knew somebody from the SEC, Alabama or Georgia, was always getting in, no matter what, always getting in. So 
at least two teams per year. But here's my point. They changed it. Next year, there's 12 fucking teams. So there won't be this bullshit, at least for the top six, seven teams. Now, of course, there will be problems next year because team 13, 14, 15 will probably be just as deserving as team 12, 11, 10. But again, it's subjective. I have no problem with it. They would have got fucking blown out. What are they, a 14 and a half, half point underdog to Georgia? Um, 14, 14 flat. 14 flat. They have no prayer of of really competing unless the other team doesn't give a fuck because they can't score. They Their defense is elite. They cannot score. It looks like Iowa's fucking offense. They can't score. They cannot score. Defense good, offense shit. And again, it's only shit because they're playing with their third string quarterback that by the time the bowl happens, second string quarterback should be healthy. But... They don't have I think that. he was in a concussion, so he'll I think he'll be okay. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I don't know how good he is. I don't know how good he is, and I don't know how good he's going to play against. But bottom line is this: if you're in, the, I don't even know if Georgia listen, wants to play the game. But if they want to play the game, they're going to beat Florida State by. 100. I don't. I don't even think they need to play the game. Like they don't. Like they don't have to show up with a like. A I mean, competitive I mean, thirty-five edge. nothing at the half, and people going, "Well, that's why we didn't have Florida no, State." No. If you think that Florida State, this is the greatest. I mean, this is the college football committee. It is basically, they have final say. There is no criteria. It's a fucking closed door meeting. You'll never know what actually happened, but it's all about money. All right. If you ever thought that Florida State was going to bump Alabama because you couldn't have put Alabama in without putting Texas in because they beat them at home. So Texas winning that game was the biggest win of the season. I mean, obviously we didn't think so. We thought so at the time, but then when Alabama was struggling, it didn't really look like they had it together. Looking back, that was the biggest win of the season. So Texas beating them caused them, if Texas was in, or if Alabama was in, you have to put Texas in because both one-loss teams and they have a win over them. As it turned out, that's exactly what happened. No, no, I'm saying that the, that was the reason. But but for you to ever think that they were going to turn down a Bama championship game, I mean, it's, it's, it's all money. So, I mean, you could be mad until the Crows come home. It doesn't matter. Uh, this is just how it works. Right, crying your towel. No one gives a fuck about you. And no one gives a fuck about me. And no one gives a fuck about college bas- college football fans. They don't. It's been a fraud forever since I remember it. But I like that the, this is the expansion year. So it's it's nice that in the final year of the four team, we have a, you know. The, we have most, a legitimate beef. I mean, the, the, the biggest, biggest beef. The biggest one was when UCF was undefeated. And it was like, you know, they were never getting in. Never. But they thought they should have been in. Yeah, that was a joke. This is one of those... They definitely should have been in. I mean, you're 13 and 0. I mean, you you're a power conference. Forget about injuries. I mean, you could act like that's a reason why they don't put you in, but if we're talking about what, you know, if you win, you're in. No. That's obviously not true. And if you think about it, the people who wanted Florida State in more than anybody in the world, even more than Florida State fans. Coach Dugs, Michigan. Oh. Oh yeah, you saw their reaction. Listen, I I'm going to be honest here though. For for Michigan, I would have had a players only meeting, okay? Where obviously we all fucking know that you want to play Florida State. I mean, it's it's like, do you want to play the team that doesn't have their starting quarterback or do you want to play Alabama, who's the SEC champ and they're rolling right now? Obviously, you want to play fucking Florida State, but you have to know that there's cameras there 
and they see your reaction. Like, whether Alabama wins or not, maybe they get beat by 40. All I'm saying is you cannot have the look of your whole organization, your whole team, everyone just moan and groan. I mean, as far as it, that was embarrassing. As far as an edge of you could mental, have heard fucking somebody fart. You listen, could have heard people breathing. They were fucking scared. They were shocked. No, they were you just stunned. You just they can't have that happen. You just can't have it. You can have that happen in the locker room after, but you can't have that happen on camera. Oh I mean, my just God. to lose already. I mean, if you're going into the game, I don't give a fuck about who's better position wise. Like mentally, Alabama has to look at that and like they don't. They obviously are scared to play us. We have the edge here. You know, whether whether they have the edge when the game actually kicks off is another thing, but they won immediately. Now, this easily could be the TCU destruction of Michigan again. It easily could. I mean, there's no two ways about well, it. Well, TCU mean, didn't destroy them, but they lost to a team that got destroyed. Oh, okay. Is that what happened? Who did Michigan lose to last year? They lost to TCU, but oh, yeah, it was yeah. a competitive game. Oh, it was and then competitive. TCU oh, yeah, got coming down destroyed. The right. And then TCU got blitzed by who? Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had both of those winners. Um, but I listen, Michigan in this spot uh, normally chokes. Michigan in this spot has a propensity for playing just an epically very tight, very scared, very play to not lose game. And does not play well. Now, you could say Michigan has the best team they've had in a long time. Okay? Uh, They have a solid quarterback. A great, great, great offensive line. uh, Solid running backs. uh, Receivers are great. uh, Defense is great. Defense is probably better than their offense. And I don't see a hole in their game. So I don't see them absolutely choking it away. Harbaugh has a propensity for playing and coaching a shit game in the semifinals. Really does. I mean, we have, you know, I don't think they've ever beaten Alabama when it counted. So uh, problem with Alabama is they're just not as good as they looked against Georgia. We know this. We absolutely for a fact know this. And you only got to look at the week before where they should have lost to Auburn. Where their quarterback, what's his name again? The Alabama quarterback? Jalen Miller. Now, he made one of the greatest fucking throws in the history of football. Literally, you could say football. Fourth down, your season on the line, fucking on the road, throws a frozen 38-yard rope six inches from being out of the end zone on the fucking receiver's hands. Like, it was one of the greatest pressure throws I've ever seen in my fucking life. Talking about versus Auburn? Yeah. I mean, they rushed three. I don't give a fuck. That was an... If you're a Florida State fan, how about this? If they rush find eight, out who over. the DC... No. You find out who the defensive coordinator is for Auburn because I don't, I don't fucking follow it. Listen, we're Nothing not... No, 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 no. We're not, we're not, we're not going to call for anything, but come on. Listen, wink, wink. You know right, what I'm saying? That's who you. House. That's who you blame. Toilet paper is house. No, no. If you're blaming anyone, it's not the committee. Nothing severe. Toilet. It's paper. not. It's not your quarterback, Jordan Travis, for getting hurt. It's. It's nobody besides that coordinator for drawing up that play. For that situation, it makes no sense. If you blitz seven, there's no two ways about it. He's sacked. Forget about sacked. At least he has to make a throw, and then you could just say at least at least you put the pressure. Yeah, on he him. did set sit. Back I mean, there just for like fucking, nine seconds. Oh, nine seconds. Tapped his feet. I mean, up and down. But he still made a, a perfect throw. Listen, but let's let's. If there I was mean, nobody on the field, you can't make that throw. Let's just be that honest. That was though. an amazing it was, throw. I mean, it was it was more of the 
just incompetence than the still needed to make the throw. Yeah, yeah, you did, but I don't care. If you're a Florida State fan, that's who you blame. Yeah, the Auburn defensive coordinator. Okay, that's I, fucking awful. Because then Florida State would have been in locked. Well, locked yeah, in. if they lose to Auburn, Alabama's not in. Not in. and then Georgia's in with a one loss. So correct. And you're probably the one seed, and you're probably playing Florida State. So yeah, yeah, that's who you blame. Auburn. Oh. I just want to say that this is the worst college bowls matchups I've ever seen in my fucking life. They're trash. I mean, the regular bowl games, yeah. the championship's nice. I like the no, championship. no championship. Is All elite. I'm saying is this. If trash, if Michigan Up plays until New Year's Day trash, if Michigan plays the way that they played versus Ohio State and given it wasn't Harbaugh on the sidelines and they did play very conservative, and they didn't let J.J. McCarthy play. Listen. No, no, no. Forget about not winning the game. They'll get killed. If they go down 7 nothing and they are playing that way, ah, it could get fucking ugly. Because the what J.J. McCarthy was told to do, I, it, I mean, the kid's in the Heisman race, right? And then you're playing, I mean, it's a winner. This is, that was the biggest game of the year, and they, they did get it done, but it was so tight. And it should have, it really never should have been that tight. Because they really just didn't let him play. So I, I, it's interesting to see. Obviously, they're going to need to fucking use every ounce of uh, ability that he has. But they didn't look like that. All I'm saying is they didn't have confidence in him in that game without their coach. They did not give him any free reign. So it's interesting. You know? And they didn't look great against Iowa. Although Iowa's defense is beyond elite. It's like fucking white. So I guess you could. Throw I don't that even game out. know. I, listen, I I'm they not sold on Iowa. I'm not sold on Iowa being elite, defense. even though their defense is so. good. I I don't even know. I think it's just the competition. We're gonna find out. Yeah, I'll tell you. Out. I'll tell you right now. We're gonna find out. Yeah, we're gonna find out. So, uh, so excited, ready to roll. I'm gonna have a monster play on Michigan, Alabama, a monster play on Texas, and uh, who's Texas playing again? Washington. That'll be on StuFinder.com. So that ends college football until next week. We'll talk next week more about college football. We talked about the NFL. A couple of things back to the Barstool Sports Advisors show. That was our most watched show ever in the history of the six years besides Thanksgiving. Obviously, Jersey Jerry getting dressed up as my father was elite and epic. And we got Dave, which is impossible to get Dave. And you know, like in week three of season six, we dressed uh, Jersey Jerry up as a camera woman and Dave spotted him immediately and pissed all over Hank saying, Hank, what do you think? I'm dumb. How do you, don't you think I know that's Jersey Jerry? Well, we got him this time. Sandy. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you. My loving wife. She sat next to Jersey Jerry all the way in the back. It was very dark. And Dave had his mind on so many things because it was the surviving bar stool season finale. Uh, shout out Will Compton. You're just better than everyone else. You're smarter than everyone else. You're better looking than everyone else. You're stronger than everyone else. Your mind is a manipulator. You're funny. You could befriend people. You're just, you're on another level. You deserve to win. But anyway, so Dave had a lot of things on his mind that day because Mincy, the morning, it was me, Megan, Mincy. Uh, we did uh, Wake Up Mincy. And they were supposed to have a one-minute delay or a 30-second delay or some sort of dump button or delay button when Mency talks and the producers are supposed to actually uh, hone in on what Mency says and then stop him and delete it and whatever. They didn't have the delete box. They didn't have the drop box. They didn't have a delay. They weren't listening to Mency. So, P.S. Dump, dump button. A dump button. Excuse me. So, so, he's had 12 episodes overall on Wake Up Mency and he's been canceled twice. We love Mincy. Well, canceled once. 
uh, suspended the second correct. time. Okay. So out of 12, he's been suspended already. And so now we will have the delay button put in for, for new, uh, after the new year in 2024. He'll be back in action. You know he's going to fuck up again. Somehow, some way, something's going to happen. Because he just, he can't not run his mouth. His brain doesn't work like everyone else's. Still has an elite brain, believe it or not. Insane memory, you know, as far as Southern cuisine, Southern, southern bas- cuisine? Bas- oh, okay, fair, basketball, fair. Southern football, knows it all. You know, knows Ole Miss, knows, knows those teams. Really does. Knows LSU, knows everybody. Uh, in basketball and in football, he had a horrific year in college baseball, but then he came back with a phenomenal year in college baseball. So he knows his college baseball. There's things that he knows, okay? And then he's dumber than a stump. And I don't think it's his fault. I'm pretty sure he's on the spectrum. If you actually analyzed his brain, he's on the spectrum. Because someone can't be that smart and that dumb. So Mincy blew that. He uh, wore a dunce cap, faced a wall for 12 hours, including the Sports Advisors show. And it was just absolutely amazing. It was me, Dave, Big Cat. We talked football. Jersey Jerry did a phenomenal job. Hank did an unbelievable job pulling this charade off. Uh, Tommy Smokes is always great. Now Tommy Smokes is on a 12-1 and run. His stats are on a 12-1 and run. That's pretty fucking hot. That's like me last year on my Mortal Lock run, 15-4-2. Uh, this year, we're 8-6-1. and We're going into week 16, right? Yeah. That's solid. 8-6-1. Not it, terrible. It ain't 15-4, but it's solid. No. Yeah, it's winning. It's winning. It's winning. And the Barstool special now is like one game above 500. Still winning, but nothing to brag about. Nothing to brag about. But we're going to we're gonna kick some ass this weekend on the show. Looking forward to the show. Looking forward to Jersey Jerry back. Tommy Smokes. Ashley has been the most phenomenal weather woman ever. Everyone loves her. Everyone loves Ashley. And we're ready to roll with Ashley. So looking forward to the show. All right, Allie. Let's, uh, let's see what we're going to touch on right now. Uh, give us a quick overview on college basketball notwithstanding of Purdue. Take Purdue out of it. Talk uh, everyone else but Purdue. Purdue. That's it. That's all you need to know. Listen, True. if you watch college basketball... Shout out Zach Eady. Bottom line is this. I told Does you Zach this, Eady look like me, Alex? I told you this Does he last look like year. Me? Yes or no? No. You're, agreed. Agreed. No, agreed. Thank you. I just want to make that clear to people. Because no one in their world has ever said Stu looks like Zach Eady. I just wanted to say it. I could blow the guy standing up. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yes. I don't even know. You'd have to jump. Nah. Yeah. His dick is like 5'4", right at that 5'4 level, his waist. Yeah, but you need you need to neck crank ability. If you're blowing someone standing up, you got to you got to blow upwards. Shout you might out have to, to go the on women your toes. that have taken Zach Eady's cock in their vagina. I feel bad for you. The only thing I it would might say not is be proportioned. Torn. It might not be. He's got to be 10 inches. No, that's not how it works. He's 7'4". It doesn't matter. You might just have an average size cock and it looks weird. That would look fucking weird. Yeah, it's a thing though. Oh my god. Doesn't doesn't necessarily mean you have a big cock. You know what I do? I just fist fuck girls. I wouldn't even let them see my penis. I'd wear underwear and just fist fuck them. Listen, bottom line is this. Zach Eady's a fucking legend. All right? Legend. So look, I told you this last year. I'll tell it again. And if they get embarrassed one more time in the in the tournament, uh they're not going to. You're going to retire. No, 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 no. I won't. You're going to retire. I won't. No, no, because I knew going down the stretch when they played Penn State in the in the conference games, they couldn't beat the press. All right? That was their one fucking weakness. And they got exposed in the tournament game to a team that they never should have lost to. All right? That was an all-time bag fumble. 
But last time someone fumbled the bag that bad was the UMBC Virginia squad. Next year, they come back, they win the championship. That's that's a, that's the rationale I'm using this year. That why they're going to win it this year. Be honest with you. They're, no, no, they're going to win this year because they they should have won it last year. Same reason. They're better than everyone. Okay, but now they're not only better than everyone. They were better last year. They have everyone back. They have everyone with experience. They have everyone with basically that you know the extra edge to fight because they got embarrassed last year. Plus, they got better. They picked up pieces. Kid Lance Jones is going to be a key piece. They have two bull handlers. They can break the press. And I really just feel like I don't know how you beat them. Because barring, the only way to beat them is to foul Edie every play, which they do. Uh, get away with it 90%, which they do. You just need the refs to give them uh, maybe 95%. Because he gets fouled every play. So it's like it, you're going to have people fouled out no matter what. If they call the game correctly, if they call every foul on Zach Eady, you would not be able to have anyone above six, five guarding him for the second half. That's how much he gets fouled every single play, every single play, every single play. And I don't even know how these refs go into the game because they know this. So you have to watch this game as a referee and just go, you know, you, you tell the crew, listen, we're not going to call half of them. We're not going to call 70% of them because if we do, uh, they're going to be shooting free throws. This game's going to be six hours. So, yeah, I would just say they have a physical advantage over everyone. Um, they're very well coached. And I think Painter, Painter gets it done this year, hopefully. So, yeah, that's college basketball. I'm not talking about anyone else because it's not even worth my time. Done. Done. It's Purdue, Purdue, Purdue. Okay, let's go directly into NBA. Give NBA, us listen. First of all, I want to say something right now. Shea Gilchrist Alexander might be the best player. His name in, is not Shea Gilchrist. What's his name? Shea Gilgis Alexander. Shea Gilgis Alexander might be the and best player. And it's Shy Gilgis, if you want to say. All right, Shy. Shy might be the best player in the NBA, but for my money, it's Jalen Brunson. I don't give a fuck okay, what you listen, tell listen, me. Listen, listen, I don't give a Stop. fuck what you say. They're, they're he's not, the greatest no, Nick ever. He's not And the he's Nick. fucking fabulous. And if we get one more superstar, like if, who's if, the kid if, on Cleveland? If, if, who's if, the point guard on Cleveland? If, 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 stop. Stop, 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 stop. We're getting him. We're winning the championship this year. You're getting the point guard from the Cavs. What's the Cavs point guard? Well, the the shooting guard. Who is he? You're talking about Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, we're getting Donovan Mitchell and we're winning the championship. That's not even. even, I guarantee. Listen, I said it. I could be wrong, but I'm putting it on record right now. Donovan Mitchell will be a Nick this year and we're beating the Celtics and we're beating the Sixers and we're beating the Lakers and we're winning it fucking all this year, 2024. And this is, this is why I'm you have no credibility. About NBA. This is why you just have no Alex, credibility. give us an overview. Just, I've said what I said. No, you I'm said not taking said. it back. It's fine. Fuck you, Shy. Uh, Jalen Brunson's the best player in the NBA. Okay. First of all, you don't even know the people's names. You should just not talk. I don't have talk. to know them. You should just not talk. I know It Jaylen makes Brunson. you feel a lot better. Personal friend, I've hugged it out. The only him. person that's worse Shout than you. Shout out Jalen, I love you. The only person that's worse than you is the other person that's fucking unnamed, you know? Terrible. That's a terrible take. All right, let's go. You're, you're, you're fucking so bad. It's unbelievable. Anyway, it's Celtics. It's Bucks. Um, Magic are still up there, which is impressive. I thought they'd be in the mix. Uh, Bucks are looking like they finally got it together. I feel like uh, they're going to be scary down the stretch. And then, obviously, in the West, I still have the Nuggets, even though they're, you know, they're not the top. We have the Timberwolves up there, which is very shocking. I, you know, I think they're overperforming, but uh, the team looks good. I didn't think this system would work, and I honestly don't think it will come playoff time. But at the moment, they're just rolling people. So Timberwolves are looking scary. The Thunder are. In the two seed right now, which is very, very shocking. 
not that they're in the two seed shocking for me. I thought they'd be in the playoff picture, but uh, I think they're they're playing very well and they're so young. I mean, I thought they'd be elite in two years from now, but right now they look like they have everything they need. So I would say that playoffs down the stretch, I'm still going to put Nuggets one in the West. I'm still going to put the Celtics and Bucks as 1A, 1B. There is a little bit of a gap, but I think they'll get it together. And then it will be interesting to see what the 76ers do as far as um, getting another piece because they need another piece with Harden gone uh, at the trade deadline. If they don't make a move, they're not really going to compete in the East. So I would say that they need they need somebody. But right now, the Clippers look like they got it together. And I want everyone to basically, I don't know why the slander of James Harden is what it is, is what it always will be. Maybe because he forces his way off teams, if that's how people want to look at it. Which, I mean, I would rather uh, a player like James Harden at that elite level force his way off a team than look at like Damian Lillard rot away in Portland. This is the first year he has a chance to ever compete and actually win. So you could have a player just be complacent and get fucked and uh, do nothing in a in a team that's never going to go anywhere. Or a player like James Harden where you know your value. I mean, NBA is one of the only uh, sports in America where a player just decides everything. I mean, it's baseball too. You could force your way off if you want to. But NBA more than ever. I mean, you could get a contract and the next year basically just say, I'm done. And they have to get rid of you. Uh, so I would rather have a player like that, but all I want to say is people talked about James Harden and they talked about that skit of the Clippers. Like he was washed. I mean, just look at what he's doing. Look at what he did last year. Look at what he did in the playoffs. I mean, people could talk about the game seven, not showing up. I I don't know why Joel Embiid doesn't get talked about. I mean, he didn't show up one game. No one talks about it. They talk about his fraudulent MVP, MVP season, which Jokic should have won. Um, but I, I don't know. So I would say that the Clippers are fucking rolling. They're scary and they look real fucking good. Everyone looks healthy. I mean, obviously barring injuries to anyone, they, uh, they're going to be a fucking force and I wouldn't want to play them in any capacity. So I would say right now, if I had to label the West, I put nuggets one, I would put the Clippers two, I would put thunder three. And then a four is a toss-up. I mean, I guess the Timberwolves could be in there. But for me, I don't know. Suns, Clipper, or Suns, Thunder, uh, Suns, Timberwolves, Kings. Fuck it. And then the Lakers are in that mix. I really just don't have faith in Lakers. I don't have faith in Timberwolves. But they are playing well, so I guess we have to put them up there. So yeah, I see... Nuggets winning again, going back to back. I see the Bucks or the Celtics taking the East. And uh, yeah, stop talking about the Knicks. Just, they're not. Listen, I want to say something about the Knicks. I love Jalen Brunson. I love Jalen Brunson. I love the way he plays. He's a fucking psycho. He's undersized. He has balls of stone. He's clutch. He's all fucking heart. If he was on any other team right now, We'd be talking MVP. No, it but wouldn't. Since the Knicks you don't suck. No, his stat. Go look at his stats. Just pull them up. Google I, them. I don't care about his. All stats. right, so you can't I'm talk just, about MVP. I'm, I'm just talking eye no, test. Just, he plays so hard every single time. He every touches player the ball. plays hard. No, 
That's Giannis, go go watch one game Giannis of the Bucks. Giannis is two feet bigger Who than cares? him. Who cares? I you're care. acting about playing hard. I love him. No, you're just. He's my favorite player. All right, that's, that's all fine. I you say. can get the dick out of your mouth. He's though. my favorite player. That's fine. Just get the dick out of your mouth. Okay, fair enough. All right, so now let's go. Questions. All right. How we, many questions do we have first? We have a backup of questions from the last one that we didn't do. And how many overall? I don't know, like 15. Let's go. Advice for gambling on the college bowl games. You want to bet your, you want to, out of all these fucking bowls, let's say there's 40. Well, now there's like 35 or 30. You want to pick your three best and load up on them and the rest you feather and play for just fake money. Favorite type of cheese. Wow. That's a fucking hard one. Because obviously I love American, love Swiss, love mozzarella, love Parmesan. Fuck me, you scumbag for this question. I, don't, I, I'm, I feel fraudulent even picking one of those because I love all four. I'll go mozzarella. Worst gambling loss or worst gambling streak of your career? Worst. 2023. Name the sport. Name the week. <laughs> Why don't you take care of your health? You're always flip-flopping. Want you to live long. Whoever asked this question, how about I fuck your girl so she'll know she's been missing? Or I'll fuck your mother. How about this? It's my life. I do it my way. You're listening to my podcast. I'm not listening to anything you ever fucking do. And if I find out who you are, I'm blocking you. That's my answer. Wait, so what's your answer to that? Um, I like food and marijuana more than living long, period. Stu, can we get any baseball stories from your playing days? Um, I don't know. Sixth, sixth grade, I made the all-star team. Uh, seventh grade, I made, uh, I was the number one catcher on the travel team. I batted 600 at seven doubles. Uh, we went to Brooklyn to play an elite, elite team. We lost 5-4, uh, in extra innings. I was the star and my best moment was I got in a fight with, uh, one of the players on the other team, full brawl. We swung, literally, I swung like Muhammad Ali. It was my greatest moment. Shower at night or in the morning? I shower in the morning, but if I eat a lot and I'm very oily, uh, I shower twice. And sometimes I've showered three times because I have to shower after I have sex. One has to go. Appetizers or desserts? Wow. Another, I mean, why are you hitting me with this shit? Because I want to be fucking honest. Whoever asked me this, you're a scumbag too. I hope you die before Christmas. Um... You know something? <laughs> I mean, I think I'd rather go the meal, but that's not the question. Desserts. Top three movies. Ever? You see, it, this is such a hard question because like last week I saw The Big Short and I saw, uh, what was uh, the uh, what was that Hustle movie uh, with uh, Bradley Cooper? American Hustle? Uh, I mean, those could be the two best movies ever. But if you're asking me my favorite three movies my entire fucking life. Empire Strikes Back, Pulp Fiction, It's a Wonderful Life. Wildest place Stu is ever 15, 15, 30 other than my mother's bed. Bar stools, old office bathroom. Best episode to listen to about Stu's early years in the industry. I guess the first, like, first 10 uh, old podcasts. Okay, so if you wanted to recoup, that would be the 46. 
episode 46, episode 45. Okay. Uh, two episodes ago, you said you mentioned having too much fun in your 40s. Any stories? Just just a tremendous amount of blow. Um, you know, spending literally for a year straight $10,000 a week on entertainment, uh, food, traveling the country, um, not caring about anything. Just like, you know, making a dollar, spending two type shit. One meat for the rest of your life. What are you choosing? Beef, chicken, pork, fish. Oh, I mean, it's beef with no consequences. Beef. You know, you're not saying worrying about health. Beef, beef, beef rules. Uh, 151530 question mark. So you just want to recap what that is? Uh, 151530 is um, making sure that when you make love, uh, you make a lasting impression because it could be the last fuck you ever have uh, and you never know who you're fucking and they could be judgmental. Uh, they could be a beautiful, loving woman or a cunt. You don't know what you got. It's probably somewhere in the middle. Uh, 15 minutes eating ass, 15 minutes licking clit, 30 minutes fucking. If you can't hold your load for 30 minutes, bring a vibrator. Thoughts on Billy Walters? Have you ever met him? Um, never met him. Uh, highly respected. Uh, had the best information possible. Had thousands and thousands of people betting for him because he closed out in early years sports books and bookmakers. Uh, killed them. Fucking destroyed them. People who bet his games, they were shut off rather quickly. Uh, the sharpest ever and the only winning living gambler alive as far as sports. He eventually went into stocks and ruined his life and inside of trading and did years in jail, you know, but the greatest sports gambler ever by far. There's no one even to touch him. Are you in any fantasy football leagues? No, never. I've never played fantasy. I don't play, you know, props, only Super Bowl. Uh, it's boring. It's ridiculous. It's ruined sports gambling forever. Rather be top or bottom in 69. I mean, what is that even a question? Bottom. Well, you could throat fuck from the top. No, bottom. It's Did my you question. Come out of the womb horny, or was it acquired with time? Um, hmm. I think it's acquired. I think it was an acquired taste. All right, that wraps it up, baby. That's our fucking podcast. Put it in the can. Now listen, listen, listen. Even if you've shopped for Christmas. There's no reason why you can't get over to BeLikeStew.com and get a shout out for that special someone. Birthday, anniversary, Christmas gift, bachelor party. Somebody's done something superlative. You have to say, wow, congratulations. I do a fabulous job. I either read a script that you give me or I create a script. Either way, I do the most shout outs in the world for a reason. That's the best thing I do. I bring the energy. I bring the heat. BeLikeStew.com. Plus, you could buy a cum towel. You could buy my book. I'll personalize it and sign it any way you want. I have all my merch. I have also the merch on the Barstool store. Uh, and my award-winning picks, college bowls, NFL coming down the stretch. You know, the best in the world. Uh, the last four weeks of the season, NFL playoffs for 43 years has been me. I've won four Super Bowls in a row going for my fifth. Uh, I own sports gambling. StuFinder.com. StuFinder.com, StuFinder.com. Um, and then that's it. I love you. Watch Barstool Sports Devices this week. Uh, 
Follow me on all my social media or my Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook, my Snapchat. Um, I fucking love you. My TikTok, I love you. May God be with you. I hope for only the best for you. Be great. Take no shit from no one. You're never overmatched. There's nothing you can't achieve. There's nothing you can't do. If you need quick advice right now, get a pen, get a piece of paper because that's still how I do it old school. I write my problems on the left. I write my solutions on the right. I crisscross them. I scribble them out until you have the problem and then you have the specific solution and everything's fine. Believe in yourself. Love yourself. If you have to be phony because you hate your family this Christmas, be phony. Have a great New Year's. We'll speak next week. Ready to roll. Ready to roll. Ready to roll.